0: Lord of my heart Don't be all else to Save that... Will you join me for a word of prayer? Lord, how strange that in a spoken service we hear Mary break out in singing. We ask, O oh Lord, that our hearts be made to sing with the faith that comes from your Spirit. Trust in your promises. And that we would come to a right understanding of those promises and so better learn to live as your people. Set our hearts ablaze, O Lord. And this we ask in the precious name of he who was and who is and who is to come, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. So, does anybody remember the Firestone albums? I know I'm like probably the last generation who can remember those. Used to be able to go to the local Firestone gas station, and every year they produced giant recordings, these big 33 RPMs, lavishly produced. I mean, this was an oil company. They could put lots of money behind it, full of Christmas songs. And it's just, you know, in an era when Coca-Cola has become Coca cola it's it's interesting to, to remember that not too long ago, corporate America was was trying to promote itself to Christian audiences. And um, and because I was not a Christian, hadn't come to faith, and we didn't go to church, but my mom loved Christmas music, this was my introduction to the rudiments of the gospel. And although it wouldn't bring me to faith, um, that would take a lot more. It did. It did plant some seeds that would grow up later in my life. And... These were the words we heard in today's gospel reading um, from Mary and from Elizabeth, particularly from Elizabeth. I remember from one of those Firestone albums, um, there was a, a beautiful version of "O Holy Night," lavishly produced with a with a full orchestra behind the singers, and but at the beginning there was this guy singing his booming operatic voice. Goes, blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. I still remember it all these years later. And then it would then it eased into O oh, Holy Night. And um, it came to me, as I was reading this scripture, that, that memory came back so powerfully this week. And I was thinking about the way that the blessing that Mary was to Elizabeth, that Elizabeth is the first person, in a sense, in Scripture, apart from Mary herself, to receive Jesus. My daughter is named after this Elizabeth from Scripture in the great hopes that she would receive Christ the same way that Elizabeth did in the Scriptures. John leaps in Elizabeth's womb, this child born of a miracle, much as Samuel was born to Hannah in the Old Testament, as Isaac was born to Sarah. But he recognizes that his Lord has come near and he leaps in Elizabeth's womb and so Elizabeth is alerted to the same thing and by the power of the Holy Spirit speaks this word of prophecy because Mary hasn't even greeted her yet. How is it that the mother of my Lord has come to me? And then she goes on to say, And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what the Lord had spoken to her. She calls Mary blessed because of Mary's faith, Mary's trust in the promise that the angel Gabriel gave to her when she announced that she was going to give birth to the Messiah. By contrast, at this very moment, Elizabeth's own husband, Zechariah, has been struck dumb because he didn't believe what the angel spoke to him, that his wife would conceive and bear a child. When Mary receives this word from Gabriel, she breaks out in song and she responds with, let it be done to me according to your word. Zechariah responds with unfaith. And so his tongue is shut until the moment of John's birth and he can speak that his name will be John as, as the prophecy, as the angel prophecy. And Elizabeth is saying to Mary, you received God's promise in faith and now because of that I'm being blessed by you. You've brought my Lord to me. The funny thing about those Firestone albums back in the day um, was although my mom had all of them, who I remember listening to them with was my grandmother, my mom's mom. She and my grandfather would come to visit over the Christmas holidays, and we would sit there. And because my mom didn't take us to church, my grandmother knew this was her, this these were her chances to teach to me the faith that was so precious to her. And so my grandmother who believed the promises made to her by God, became to me like Mary was to Elizabeth. In her testimony to who Jesus was and the meaning of the songs we were listening to, she who had believed God's promises became a blessing to me. And again, although it would be several years after my grandmother passed away, till I came to active faith, She blessed me with a deeper understanding and a deeper understanding until finally, with layers of that understanding built up, my head knowledge could become heart knowledge and I could give myself into the embrace of Christ and believe in His promises. In this season, I ask you to remember who's been a blessing to you? Who taught you The stories of the Messiah showed you maybe by their way of life that it was worthwhile to trust the promises of God. And I confess, that was part of my thinking when I finally came to faith at age 25 was to look at the life my grandparents led and had led together Laboring with much less in terms of physical blessings than my family had. And compared that to some of the choices my parents had made in their lack of faith, and I thought, I can see the shape of these very different lives. In addition to hearing the testimony of the very different faiths that prompted them. Because it's not just that Mary believes God's promises and is blessed, she believes and is obedient. In a certain sense, her, let it be done to me according to your will, is the precondition of the incarnation, which is what we celebrate in this season when God comes to us and becomes God with us in Emmanuel. Her faith continues to bless, and so it's proper for us to look to her as an older sister in the faith a good example of faith, just as we would look to David or to anyone else in the Scriptures who believed God's Word. But there was another reason I came to faith and that I suspect prompts all of us. When I would hear those Christmas songs, and they were sort of sweet and sentimental, you know, the Firestone albums were not meant to be challenging to anybody's uh, way of approaching things. I mean, there's a sense that comes around, particularly at Christmas time, in some of these great songs. Songs like "White Christmas," or um, especially if you know the first verse of "White Christmas," or have seen the old Bing Crosby movie, or "I'll Be Home for Christmas." There's a longing for that that warm home where everything is content and settled. And everything is at peace. Sleep in heavenly peace we sing as we come around to the end of silent night. Imagine my surprise when I was reading about the faith that motivated my, my wife to be. And I came across a German word for this very thing. They call it Zenzugt. Come on the Germans to come up with a word for everything. But That feeling I had inside, longing for a home where everything was at peace and everything was safe and everything was warm and content, that those songs stirred up in my heart. And it wasn't at all like the house I grew up in, which was filled with a lot of yelling and some uh, addiction and things like this. But I still had a longing for that home. The word Zenzuk means to be homesick for a home you've never been to. Deep inside every human heart is a longing for a peace, a sense of being at home, at rest, in the presence of those who love us unconditionally, truly unconditionally. That longing is deep within our hearts and it cannot be completely filled in this world because we were not made for this world. We were made for the internal embrace of the all-holy trinity. That embrace, which we refer to as heaven, is our true home. And until we embrace the promises of God, we will never find the peace that passes all understanding we'll never understand why the hunger is never filled but once we know that the fulfillment is there and that it's coming and that can give that can give birth in our life as it did in Mary's to acts of obedience and love then the faith that blesses us the promises of God that bless us can become a blessing to others as we live out our convictions, whether or not they come to embrace those convictions as their own. The shape of our lives will give testimony to what we truly find important and what we truly believe. May we embrace the promises of God as fully as Mary did, though it upended her life and changed it forever will you join me for a word of prayer Lord God there is a heart sickness in all of us a longing for a home to which we have never been because it is found only in you fill the God-shaped hole in our hearts O oh Lord Help us embrace the promises of the gospel so that we may see your providential hand in all the good and the bad in our lives, shaping and forming us, stripping away false loves that can never satisfy, replacing them with a love that alone can be eternal and truly self-giving. Until finally, O Lord, Our faith becomes sight and the season of expectation is over. And we are with you who was and who is and who is to come now and ever and unto the ages of ages. We pray this in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ for he lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen.